Good afternoon, Patriots. And today is Thursday, July 27th, the year 2023. A couple of reminders, just some notices. Number one, uh, tomorrow, no bended knee and no Bards FM for Friday. The prayer Friday is going to be moved to Saturday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern. So the normal prayer Friday that we do will shift to Saturday at 8 a.m. And that'll shift over and that'll be 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. Also, the event this weekend that we had talked about for Common Law is being shifted a week. And we'll get you get that set up and get all that pushed out next week. So it's not happening this Sunday as we had originally planned. And then we've got this little word here from one of our favorite sponsors, which is Birch Gold, which is the fact that we are literally days away from the Durban Accords, the greatest threat to the U.S. dollar's global dominance in the past 80 years. On August 22nd, BRICS nations, Brazil, Russia, to India, China, and South Africa are expected to announce the launch of a new international supercurrency fully backed by gold or other commodities. So much for the paper dollar. This part of their is this is part of their long-term plan to supplant the US and the dollar as a cornerstone of the global financial system. How can you protect your IRA and 401k from the fallout from this landmark announcement? Well, we got an answer. Diversify with gold from Birch Gold Group. Historically, gold has been a safe haven in times of high uncertainty, which is right now. No kidding. Get a free info kit on gold, IRAs, and decide for yourself if a tax-sheltered retirement account backed by physical precious metals is right for you. Text the word BARDS. B-A-R-D-S. You should know that one by now. 989 to 989898. There is a monumental shift happening among nations that control one-third of the world's GDP, and it kicks off on August 22nd. Arm yourself with information to protect your retirement savings. Text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to the number 989898 and claim your info kit today from Birch Gold. That's it. So everybody should be having their cell phones out right now and flying through that craziness. Yep, it's a wild one right now. And just to make things more comforting, Mitt Romney today has argued that it shouldn't be illegal for the government to use big tech censorship. Of course not, Mitt, because you're a pedophile troll up in D.C. You don't want any people talking about you like me. And then in other horrible news, oh, this I'll just bet this breaks the heart of patriots. Bud Light is to lay off hundreds of employees in the wake of a disastrous pro-trans marketing event. Yep. Bud Light's self-destruction after its botched TikTok promotion with clown, clownish male-to-female trans influencer Dylan Mulvaney, who we've not seen anything of since other than the fact he's been celebrated in, in Hollywood, resulting in what Deutsche Bank analyst Mitch Collett recently said is a permanent loss of nearly 25% of the business and Mexican lagger Modelo Especial securing the spot as America's top-selling beer, has likely forced Anheuser-Busch in Bev to lay off hundreds of workers. The Wall Street Journal reported, reported Wednesday night that Anheuser-Busch, which sells Budweiser and Stella Artois, will slash 2% of its 18,000-person U.S. workforce. The company said the layoffs wouldn't impact frontline workers such as brewery and warehouse staff, which is actually not true because one of the bottling companies today has been laying off 600 and some odd people. So, yeah, it's it's devastating for them. But it's all by design, just so you know. They knew that they were going to do because they need to get the labor out of the way so they can put the machines in place. We're in the rise of the machines. So it's all just one big clown show. 
and it's just ridiculous. So everybody's trying to, you know, shift positions, get Americans to worship brands. We got to stop the idolatry, folks. But don't worry, because now when you're going to be buying booze in many places, for those of you that drink heavily, I would suggest you stop. You're going to have to use your face or palm print or facial scan or palm scan to verify your age. Biometrics are in the groove. Move over fake IDs. Biometric systems that can read a person's face or palm image and determine if they're too young for a beer are gaining traction at sports stadiums and liquor shops. Why it matters. While those tools are handy for alcohol sellers and can offer more privacy for consumers in handling handing over a driver's license to a store clerk, they tap into the fears about potential abuses of facial recognition software. <laughs> Not that anything like that can happen. Remember these words when you hear the government talk to you. Trust us. We'll take care of you. Just remember that because they're doing a great job at it right now. Happening everywhere, coming to a town near you for certain. This, era, this is the times we are in. And by the way, they had the opening of the WorldCoin event to get your iris scanned to get free Bitcoin. I swear people will do anything for something free, especially when you talk about free digital currency, cryptocurrency. The lines have literally been around the city blocks lining up for people to get to embed themselves into the matrix and willfully complying to this offer of becoming part of a digital imprisonment. So they're out there with that going, putting their eyes up, getting their eyes scanned, and they're just, it's unbelievable. And these lines are 24 hours a day, 70 for the last three days, once they opened up the, the, the locations. Remember, they're putting everybody into local places. They're getting people accustomed again to standing in line, being, being obedient. It, it's really amazing, isn't it? I mean, when you think about it, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a couple dollars. Oh, what do I need to do? Stand in line for three days and then scan your iris. So we have your, all your biometrics in and trust us, nothing will go wrong. Yeah, you bet. We're here to help. All right, patriots. It's 11 minutes after the hour. You know what that means. We've got some spiritual warfare to wage. Let's go. Father God, we come to you today humbled and blessed. And truly, today is just like a great day walking with the Holy Spirit. So we're going to start this prayer today, Father, that just to pray that everybody just gets touched by the Holy Spirit. The joy, the power, the glory, all of these things just fills their life with the Holy Spirit. And, it, and whatever is heavy on, on their shoulders, whatever is waiting heavy on their heart, it shall be removed. Today is a day to let go and to step into the glory of heaven, to walk proudly as a child of, of the Most High, and to just put your worries aside. Remember, those worries are like albatross anchors, man. They're holding you down, so don't do it. We got to stay in there. So, Father, we just pray that this blessing will flow over everybody that's listening today and just anoint them and, and raise up their heart and fill them with the joy of heaven and to give them clarity. And this is something, Father, we're asking Asking what the authority has given to us, that you can provide clarity for the next step. And we say those things truly in Jesus' name. To Father, provide the wisdom and clarity and discernment for the next steps ahead. So it's very clear how we're aligning with you and walking as you want us to do. And so thank you, Father, for these amazing things. We're just so humbled by this world in which you create the perfection in all things. The greatness and glory of all this creation from the beginning to now. And how everything weaves together, no matter what evil attempts to do, you're always there to pick that up and make it for good. And only you can do that, Father. Only you. So thank you, Father. We praise all that you are. 
lift that up into our hearts and just be humbled before the, the throne as we do. And Father, as we, we sit here today, again, we will do this every day if we need, if, as we should, is to submit ourselves to you and as literally the daily sacrifice to say, as your will commands, we shall do. And we also ask for forgiveness and repentance for the sins known and unknown, because this is a time when so many things are coming at us, sometimes we're not even aware of what we do. But Father, we humbly place ourselves before you and ask for that forgiveness and repentance for sins both known and unknown. And that's for through our entire life. So, Father, we equally just pray that people will take the time to do this detailed inventory, what you've put on my heart to call a deep repentance, to literally go through our lives step by step, all the way back as far as we can remember. And as we find those moments in our life that are things that we need to repent for, to, to go to our knees, to repent for those items, and then to ask for the blood of Christ to heal those wounds and to heal the wounds of anybody else that is affected by whatever we did, and then to call upon the, the glory of, of the Holy Spirit to heal our, seal our armor, to heal and seal, so that we make ourselves stronger in the mightiness of, of you and in this a threat of attack coming from the Holy Spirit. Father, this is a time when a lot of demonic activity is happening. We have a lot of attacks coming from different angles, and so again, we're praying in to find the positive within the attack, not to linger in the depths of darkness and the depths of fretting of the evil and negative, because that is truly the intent. But rather, Father, to, to put ourselves in a place where, where when something comes at us, to pivot and to look at this fight, this attack from a different perspective, to change our paradigm and to realize that whatever comes at us, you can use for good and to parry that movement with you so that we may literally step in and turn evil with you into a power and a force of good for us and ultimately to walk powerfully in the Holy Spirit. And Father, we need to keep that in mind. We're going to continue to lift prayers for those that are under demonic attack right now, and there are many. There are many people being that are being hit by a very intense attack. So we're, we're praying for those, that whoever needs to hear this tonight, whoever is reaching out to you, Father, for that sense of protection. We're praying for a hedge of protection around them, truly praying hard into that hedge of protection to encircle them and to wrap their arms around them, to truly be engulfed in the Holy Spirit, to heal and to seal. This is a time when the Holy Spirit, when something big is on the move, and we've seen it, we're feeling it, most of us are feeling it. There's a weightiness to things. There's a tiredness at times to things. There's some forlorning going on, anxiety. There's anger. All of these things, Father, all the emotions that just feed this negative, this, this darkness that's around here. And so, Father, we just declare today in this prayer that there's a blessing that flows through the hearts of all those that are listening, that truly lifts off those, those negative emotions, rips them from the weight of our soul and our heart, and fills that gap and that void with the flow of the Holy Spirit to just come overwhelm us and to lift us up and be able to stand mightily in this world with the glory of the, of the Spirit within us, an intensity of focus of, of the warriors of Christ, and yet the kindness to just reflect on the beauty of a child while we stand against an evil that seeks nothing more than to consume that child. Let us be that intersection that steps in, understanding truly that we stand before evil not with a non-corruptible heart, a non-corruptible heart. And as we do that, Father, that we can lean into this evil and truly crush it, not with the physical strike, but crush it with 
the joy of the Holy Spirit, with the laughter that flows through us to strip away any power or any fear that, that they put upon us. And at the same time, be that safety between the child in which they seek and the child of God, which we are. So, Father, as we, as we say these prayers today, we truly do pray for the children of this world, the many, the many that are suffering, that feel alone, that are being tormented by the ideas of confusion and the father of lies, being subjected to a, a complete fictional world in which they have no reference points and no way of, of figuring out where they should be, having to submit to a matrix of lies that seeks to enslave their minds and suppress the innocence of their souls. And so, Father, we pray a hedge of protection around our children, and we cast off the attempts of the enemy. And we truly rebuke them today in the name of Jesus, that any enemy that tries to go after ch children will be forever gagged and bound into speaking the words, Jesus is Lord for eternity. And Jesus, for every child that steps in and is seeking help, we just pray that you'll be there and just ask Jesus, please be there to comfort them, to show your face, to reveal yourself to them as a child can see to secure their innocence and to rebuke that evil, to give a child strength to know who they are. And so, Father, these are times right now when these prayers are just so important. We just ask that you hear our prayers as we place ourselves here and place these prayers at your feet. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Here is an interesting perspective, but first off, be aware right now that there is a lot going on in our world, and that truly one of the things that's being used against us is food. That's right, food. Food is one of those weapon systems that they deploy, and when they do so, it's a weapon system that is truly designed with full intent to force us to our knees. So that's why we have My Patriot Supply. Right now in our world, we know that it's a changing way. The changing ways are absolutely uncomfortable in what they're trying to do, and it's none of it's natural. We have disasters. We have political and economic upheaval. The bottom line is we all need to be prepared that for anything that can happen. And at the center of point is going to be the food that, that we eat. You're not going to get a warning. You know, like they say, it's, this is not a movie, even though Q likes to say we're watching a movie. This is not a movie. This is real, and the timelines are unknown, but we know that they're psychopaths and they're doing some crazy work. And so that's why the smartest thing you can do right now is to go to preparewithbards.com, preparewithbards.com. That takes you to My Patriot Supply and an offering of a deep discount on the popular three-month emergency food kit. 25% off right now. How does that sound? Pretty good. So check it out today. The biggest discount they have ever offered, and it doesn't come along very often. So take advantage of it. So And you can't pass it up. So here's the deal. We are looking at a 25% discount on the three-month food supply. And that's a critical part of your any food system is to have these long-term survival food kits available. It's one per, one kit per person in the family. It'll take each person three months and it's it's a nutritious food, a full balanced diet of the whole thing. So anyway, head on over to preparewithbards.com, preparewithbards.com. Save 25% today and you absolutely will not regret it. So again, preparewithbards.com to get the food emergency food supplies you need. Patriots, I'm going to play a really interesting piece here. I, I think it, it makes a fantastic argument. And it's literally God wins in this whole thing. It's how a, this one individual totally rebukes science. I think you'll enjoy it. 
watch this video with me because this is absolutely crazy. Let's just start it. All right, you may take the rest of the minute. We're supposed to do one question at a time. Which one would you like? That was part of the format for the debate. So which which? I want you to fill in the story of the rest of the uh, beginning of the universe. God, spiritual matter, impact on material matter. Okay, so two questions. All right. Go ahead. All right, your question, where did God come from, assumes that you're thinking of the wrong, uh, obviously it displays that you're thinking of the wrong God, <laughs> because the God of the Bible d is not affected by time, space, or matter. If he's, if he's affected by time, space, or matter, he's not God. Time, space, and matter is what we call a continuum. All of them have to come into existence at the same instant, because if there were matter but no space, where would you put it? If there were matter and space but no time, when would you put it? You cannot have time, space, or matter independently. They have to come into existence simultaneously. The Bible answers that in ten words. In the beginning, there's time. God created the heaven, there's space, and the earth. There's matter. So you have time, space, matter created, a trinity of trinities there. Just, you know, time is past, present, future. Space has length, width, height. Matter has solid, liquid, gas. You have a trinity of trinities created instantaneously. And the God who created them has to be outside of them. If he's limited by time, he's not God. The guy who created this computer is not in the computer. He's not running around in there changing the numbers on the screen, okay? The God who created this universe is outside of the universe. He's above it, beyond it, in it, through it. He's, he's unaffected by it. So for, and the, the concept that a, a spiritual uh, force cannot have any effect on a material body, well then I guess you'd have to explain to me things like emotions and love and hatred and envy and jealousy and, and rationality. I mean, if your brain is just a random collection of chemicals that form by chance over billions of years, how on earth can you trust your own reasoning processes and the thoughts that you, you think? Okay? Uh, so... Wow. That's the truth right there, though. Your, your, your question, where did God come from, is assuming a limited God. And that's your problem. The God that I worship is not limited by time, space, or matter. If I could fit the infinite God in my three-pound brain, he would not be worth worshiping. That's for certain. So that's the God that I worship. Thank you. Oh, yeah. That's the God I worship, too. Not limited by my three-pound brain. That's awesome. Infinite God, greater than we can imagine, humbled by the mastery of all he's done in the world. And he has truly created an amazing world in which we're in and an amazing gift that we've been given to live in this time in this place. Here's an interesting piece that we're, um, we're going to look at here. And this is um, Muhammad Ali. And he's talking, the agenda right now by the, by the New World Order is to blend all races and to get rid of distinctions. The distinctions that God created on this earth, they're trying to get rid of. So everything becomes one, uh, kind of a one brown race. That's their goal. This is an older clip from, from Muhammad Ali from the BBC. And he had something to say about that people to move in the neighborhoods we're cleaning their own neighborhoods and another thing when you say integration it comes on the end of marriage too right all right. been together right. sure. and i'm sure no intelligent white person watching this show or no intelligent uh white man in his or her right white mind want black boys and black girls marrying their white sons and daughters and in return introducing their grandchildren as half brown kinky haired black people. I, w I, and I'm sure I wouldn't I'm, object to that. Well, you wouldn't, but a lot of them would. Well, I'm sure a lot of people would. No, it's just the point. What I'm trying to say is this. What I'm trying to say is this. And you don't have it. You say you don't, but you don't have it. You really ain't going to have it. You're on the show and you got to say that. That's not true. Why would you want to do that? Because, because I, don't, I don't think I'm any different from you, you see. Uh, yeah, we, yeah, we're much different. That's I mean, 
mean, I think society's you know, made us different. You know we're different. If we're all together But society's different. made us different. No, not society. God made us different. No, no, we're just human beings. He made all no, of no, us. We all, listen, bluebirds fly with bluebirds. Red birds want to be with red birds. <laughs> listen, listen, tell me when I'm wrong. Pigeons want to be with pigeons. But tell me when I'm wrong. Well, we must, well, we should have, have. they don't have intelligence, but yet no. they stay together. We should have more intelligence than them, right? <laughs> buzzards are with buzzards. Buzzards are with buzzards. Bluebirds are with bluebirds. They all are birds, but they've got different cultures. The eagles like to hang out in the mountains. The buzzards like to fly around the desert. Well, the bluebird like to fly around the trees and the grass. There'd be certain problems a buzzard mating with a sparrow, wouldn't there? What? There'd be certain problems. Right, right. And I mean, we have the problems, too. No, I, don't see, I, don't see, I don't see no black and white couples in England or America walking around proud holding their children. That's because society... And, and going out. That's, that's society's fault. Well, I, mean, well, so, well, but, I mean, we've got to educate well, people around it. Well, life is too short for me to be raised catching hell for something like that. I'd rather go and be my own. I have a beautiful daughter, beautiful wife. They look like me. We're all happy, and I don't have no trouble. <laughs> and, uh, I have no trouble. Ain't, I ain't that much in love with no woman to go through all that hell. Ain't no one woman that good. <laughs> you understand? I understand, yeah. I just, I do understand. I understand. I think it's, I think it's sad that... that, that it ain't sad because I want my child sad. to look it's like me. Attitude. Every intelligent person wants his child to look like him. I'm sad because I want to blot out my race and lose my beautiful identity. Chinese love Chinese. They love the little slanted-eyed, pretty brown-skinned babies. Pakistanis love their culture. Jewish people love their culture. A lot of Catholics don't want to marry number Catholics. They want the religion to stay the same. Who want to spot up yourself and kill your race? You're you a hater of your people if you don't want to stay who you are. You shame what God made you. God didn't make no mistake when he made us all like we I, were. I think that's a philosophy um, of despair. Despair. I really do. It ain't it's, no despair. Yeah? Number one, can't no woman. Let me tell you something. Well, I want to tell you. Listen, no woman on this whole earth, not even a black woman in Muslim countries, can please me and cook for me and socialize and talk to me like my American black woman. No woman, at last, is a white woman can really identify with me and my feelings and the way I act and the way I talk. And you can't take no Chinese man and give him no Puerto Rican woman and holler about we're in love and you emotionally in love and physically, but really they're not happy because she's going to hear some Puerto Rican music, he's going to hear some Chinese music. And they're going to be clashing all the time. It's just nature. You can do what you want, but it's nature to want to be with your own. I want to be with my own. That's so well said. And by the way, just so we say it, that was Muhammad Ali. He's black. So, hmm. I guess today he'd be called a racist, wouldn't he? A racist and a tyrant and a homophobe and whatever else he's got going. So, absolute truth. God made us unique. He gave us each gifts, beautiful gifts. And he intended us to use those gifts in the unique and beauty that we are. And that's part of what makes up the fabric of this amazing world we're in. One last thing here today, Patriots, the alien agenda is on the docket and they're working hard to introduce demons as aliens and use it as a mechanism to bring the, in the new one world order to unite everybody towards a common fear and a common cause. Take a listen. Something I can't discuss in public setting. Um, okay, I can't ask when you think this occurred. <laughs> um, if you believe we have crashed craft, uh, stated earlier, do we have the bodies of the pilots who piloted this craft? As I've stated publicly already in my News Nation interview, uh, biologics came with some of these recoveries. Yeah. Um, were they, I guess, human or non-human biologics? Non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to that are currently still on the program. 
And was this documentary evidence, this video, photos, eyewitness? Like, how would that be determined? The specific documentation I would have to talk to you in a skiff about. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, okay. So, and, and you may or may not be able to answer my last question, and maybe we get into a skiff at the next hearing that we have, but who in the government either, what agency, sub-agency, what contractors, who should be called into the next hearing about UAPs, either in a public setting or even in a private setting? And, and you probably can't name names, but what agencies or organizations, contractors, et cetera, do we need to call in to get these questions answered, whether it's about funding, what programs are happening, and what's out there? I can give you a specific cooperative and hostile witness list of specific individuals uh, that were in those. And, and how soon can we get that list? I'm happy to provide that to you after the hearing. Super. Thank you. And I yield back. And there we go. Alien Agenda is on deck, so get ready. With the Alien Agenda, with all the other things, they're all putting all the pieces in place. Pay attention. Pay attention because it's coming. All the pieces are in place, and what you're looking at is once the Alien Agenda comes in, everybody's going to need to be chipped because we're going to have to separate the humans from the aliens. Iris scans will become mandatory. All these things are going to have to be done, including a new injection, which is going to prevent you from the alien hybrid existence of diseases. All of this is garbage, but it's what they're going to do to convince the masses that are walking brain dead on the earth, the zombies, that it's time for us all to come together, to give up our religions, to realize that these are the real gods of the world. This is the fallen, folks. This is the fallen. And this is where this is the God that you can visualize in your three-pound brain not the God that we serve. So this is the fallen. They're interdimensional, likely, beings, and they're coming. And they're here, and they're going to be introduced as the saviors of mankind. So buckle up. It's going to get a little wild and a little bumpy. So just keep your eyes on Jesus and remember that all the time. See how much when you run into one, see how much they like Jesus. I don't think they do, quite frankly. Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you at Bright on TV in 30 minutes, or I'll see you tonight at Bards FM. Tonight we have a fantastic inter interview with Commander Green from the U.S. Navy talking about the war of the vax inside the ranks. Okay. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. 
our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know exist. We pray, we stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 